1: yeah i was gonna ask i was i was very curious how the about rookie m- meaning no not so much about rookie i'm is he is he better he's yeah he's better okay good I'm, I'm glad that he's better I, I had a feeling he would bounce back quickly wasn't too worried about his long term no he's good Health. yeah he's good yeah he's good i'm i'm i didn't i didn't mean to sound like i i don't care but i just assumed that he was good
2: yeah screw rookie um so <laughs> well, you're lunch I mean, yesterday
1: it, you know it's dog it's fine it's it's all good um how was it? You guys good? Did uh, did the
2: cheesecake make everything all right again? Did everything work out? Well, I don't think Chris and I ever had anything. I think it's more, um, you know, the guy cares about his birthday. And it's very important for him to get a text from, as he did, the entire team. <laughs> well, not the entire team. <laughs> I think there were people who work for LA Live that were just downstairs, yes. and they were sending them staffers a text. Herbalife. Somebody was saying happy birthday. <laughs> Strangers were saying happy birthday. Sure. Now that could have been. He wore a shirt that said "Today is my birthday." Um, nonetheless, you know, I get downstairs, parking garage. We say about three o'clock. I'm going to pick him up. He shows up about three ten. He's already ten minutes late. Let's just use this as, as if it was a date. Okay. Yeah? Well, it's power moves. Power move. yeah. Yep. In, <laughs> in a date scenario, I'm probably 20, 25 minutes. If if it was 3.20, 3.25, and he hadn't texted me back, we're probably moving on. Yep. Right? That's it's just kind of what you have to do. Couldn't agree more. Now, if there's a text that says, hey, I'm on my way, I'm coming, and he had a couple of those. Sure. Picked him up. Get out on Olympic. Left on olive. <laughs> go up to the LA Athletic Club. I haven't been there in a while. Right? Some people go there to work out. I went to the restaurant. Perfect. Sounds like a good idea. Sure does. Uh nice afternoon lunch, drink together, like he mentioned. What'd you get? For lunch. I, not I, the food, like the drink. Well, did you get we, your bourbon? We went bourbon. Nice. Yeah, we went bourbon. He actually did bourbon and then martini. And then he was on the on the train. Why not? Why not? Yeah. Even did coffee when wow, the whole thing was a, done. That's, <laughs> that's an, an interesting combination. A lot. Of, yeah, it was a lot of, of combinations. Of liquids. Nothing. Stuff. He did the a stream. burger and fries. Okay. I went steak. Did you really? He did. It was like probably by this time, four o'clock. Okay. I'm in that like range. You're kind of in the middle. You're in the no man's land yeah. spot. Yeah. Probably should have gone burger, but I'll, I'll take the steak. And then we capped it off with a little cheesecake. Who doesn't want a little cheesecake to close out the night? Okay. You know my next question. Did you eat later in
1: the evening? Did was that it? Did you shut it down for the day? Because if you did, it's yeah. not so I mean, it's plenty of food. Yeah. It's
2: more than enough, but mm-hmm.
1: then it comes to be seven. I'll
2: tell you what happened. Okay. Because that's a very fair question. <laughs> just to finish it off, we did have one cheesecake. Slice. One slice. Shared. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Shared. So it's in the middle. He said forks, they were spoons, I just want to know. And he wasn't <laughs> kidding about the saxophone player. There was You know, I I think Taylor can appreciate this. When there's live music coming a little bit later in the evening, nobody's playing live music at 4. Very rare. (laughs) Very rare. I want to say 637 is the sweet spot. Well, he's got to warm up. So the whole restaurant's basically wide open, and there is Chris and I, and then just to our left. I'm not kidding. Where Taylor is... We're having dinner just like this. Where Taylor is to the left is where the saxophone player is practicing. So just out of nowhere, we're at like rehearsals. So Taylor, I have a question for you real quick. Do And I know nothing
1: about playing instruments or anything else. Do you like Tune up a saxophone before you play it. Yeah, like I know you tune a guitar and a piano and these sorts of things. Do you need to practice, or can you just kind of take it out of its case? Ready?
3: If I'm mistaken, I don't so, know a lot uh, about instruments that you blow into. So
4: I play the clarinet for a while, and yes, you do have to warm up a bit. You got to warm up, bro, do for like two hours. Like you <laughs> no, to
3: get the reed notice. And, I didn't
1: ask yeah. you. <laughs> I think your, your musical ability is on par with mine. <laughs> you think
2: Tyler Anderson is getting on the mound and he's not? You got to get a couple warm-up up pitches. I
1: understand that you got to get your arm warmed up. All these things, but I would look as long as you can go. <gasps> I feel like you're ready, you're
2: ready to play a saxophone. But equi- the
4: reed needs to be nice and wet and uh, lubricated in order for it to sound right.
2: Okay, that, yeah, that's That's key. That's very important, right there. It's the equivalent. We you just dipping a glass of water. Do you ever get? A, oh, this I, a, this. I don't know. This is a perfect example. You go to a or Chris's bourbon or martini. Uh, you, go me, you go to a Rams game. You go to a Rams <laughs> game. Yeah, and you know you're there like nine hours early. It's like an hour and a half, for okay. sure. People still working. Yeah. It's not game time yet. I understand, right? So that was the equivalent of us at the restaurant. Like the only thing I was waiting for was somebody to be like Windex the window <laughs> yeah. right next to us. <laughs> I'm Excuse me, Give me, sir. The floor. <laughs> Can you pick your feet up? <laughs> um, so did a did a slice of cheesecake, and then uh, oh, so you're so you're asking. So what happens in the evening? Right, let me let me throw this your way. Four o'clock. You're grabbing food at four o'clock. There's a lot of there's a lot of daylight left in the summer. There's a lot of time left before you actually go to sleep. Sure, around seven thirty, eight o'clock. That's not even that long. That's not. We're talking three and a half, four hours. hours. Yeah. But mentally, I'm like, well, you know, what does that count as? I didn't have lunch. (laughs) What is this in between meal that I don't know about? So I'm 100% eating at seven thirty eight. Nothing crazy. Another steak. chimichanga something light <laughs> just something good, yeah something you just want to get in yes. 738 that happens okay uh, listen i'm watching the dodgers and the padres yesterday those games nobody scores it's 10 o'clock at night okay i'm grabbing some more snacks so just to answer your question it didn't stop at four o'clock good it kind of you. continued good good
1: that sounds no like i don't a, think it's good for me no, you woke fine. up this
2: morning i'm like
1: you look like you have a little carb hangover it's fine did you the, 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 the I bet what do you get? Potatoes on the side, or do you get fries with it that steak? Came with uh,
2: like a rice and mushrooms and some other stuff. That was sure. Sure. it's actually really good. It sounds good. really good. That yeah. sounds great. What did, yeah. So what the only, did you only have? Thing, only Just thing, about the steak, only thing about the steak overcooked. Don't say it. No, it wasn't big enough.
1: Well, that's actually okay. Like if you walk out of there saying, "I wish I had a little bit more," you probably nailed it. Because if you walk out of there going, <laughs> Ugh, "No, I, the world. I thought
2: a." 32 ouncer was coming out (laughs)
1: the old 96er from the great outdoors there's nothing on that plate but fat and grizzle such a good movie That is
2: such a good. Movie. I, a question I, I question thought the, a, I thought a big steak was coming out. I have
4: a question about the cheesecake. I'm surprised you didn't have them whisper to the new hey, it's birthday, and then have them Put write the cho- or, or like write in chocolate, happy birthday, Chris, on it to make up for it. Yeah. But now, it's just well, a I hired cheesecake.
2: I hired the saxophone guy. <laughs> right,
4: right, that's a good guess. So
2: he was performing in the background. He should have been right next to
1: your table, like had his feet up and just kind of Kenny G it all. all Only all over Pony. your table. I got to give Chris
2: a little bit of credit here. I think he's afraid of heights too. Yeah, we've talked about that. So I didn't even take that into consideration. The Athletic Club, there's nothing even on the rooftop. Like it's not like, oh, it's a bar, it's a restaurant. No, it's like literally just an open space. Air conditioning vents. Yeah. <laughs> That's where we store our our, our chairs. <laughs> okay. I took him up there and he didn't say anything to me. And we're walking around. And then when he finally mentions to me, I don't know how I'm not hallucinating here. I'm like, that sounds good. Why don't we go downstairs? <laughs> yeah, let's get back in the inside where there's some walls protecting us yeah. from how how tall I mean, of
1: a building? Twelve, 12 maybe? Twelve, 12 floors, thirteen floors. Something.
2: It's like enough. That. Oh no, it's it's more than yeah, enough. It's up there. By the way, two is enough. The, well, the, plus those buildings in downtown are so old. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god, that's a great spot. This is this thing going down I, and.
1: That's a, it's a great minutes. spot. I haven't been there in a couple of years, but that is a you 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 nailed it. That is I, I thought you guys were going Middle
2: Eastern, but you found a, a, uh, a historic place. Did you, you go have to, a drink in that bar? If down you go there? to Dune, you know, that was a place that we were talking about. If you go to Dune here in downtown, which is actually a good spot, the problem is with parking and you're wherever you park you have you're on a time limit. You're on, hey, thirty minutes left. Hey, fifteen minutes. So it's like I didn't want to deal with that. Plus, Athletic clubs great, and right you guys after have a three point contest. Right after, after we were, done, we were done. Right after we were done with the drinks and the dinner, we played three on three
1: <laughs> with a little steak in your gut. And Chris has said, "Oh, after I eat like that, I've, I'm ready to run around." Like that's just impossible. eight o'clock. Till yeah. eight o'clock we played. So you didn't answer. The, you said that you did, but you didn't say what. What did you have around? Uh, what did you say about eight or so? Uh, chicken,
2: rice, uh, oh, so popcorn. You had, you had later, like another meal. Later at night I had. No, it doesn't count as a meal because I didn't put it in its own bowl. <laughs> Just stand I over ate, the sink? I, 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 <laughs> ate in fro- I ate through the Tupperware. Do you see what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So do you understand where I'm coming from, too? If I didn't actually go get a bowl <laughs> or a plate. doesn't count. It doesn't count. I, I, look, you're speaking my language. Okay. I understand
1: this. The other thing is, to your point, I didn't make any more dishes. Therefore, I'm doing you a favor. I'm just getting this out of the fridge. Eat it. Did you eat it over the sink? So if it falls in, you don't even have to clean up the table. No,
2: I didn't even do that. <laughs> I didn't even get. I had to churn to do that. I was already just you stood like, in front of the fridge. No, there's just just like a little counter area. I was stationary with both Tupperwares open because the chicken's in one and the rice is in the other. Maybe I was mixing the two. Maybe I didn't tell Lady Slee what was going on and then And before you knew it, everything was back in the fridge.
1: Sounds like a great day. Sounds like a great day. And by the way, under the wire, only two more days left to celebrate Chris's birthday month. So by Saturday, it's Mm -hmm. October, and it's over. And basically, you start preparing for the next one.
2: We are going to TJ tonight. Just another (laughs) nice, quiet night. When was the last
1: time you went there? Um, It's been 30 years for me, I think. I don't think I've been down there forever.
2: Like, I think I've driven through there. Where is he going to? I can't remember. It was a long time ago. Yeah, that's that's an ago. adventure. That's Emily, so that's- have
1: you had the pleasure of uh want to mexico yet
4: <laughs> no i have not
3: no yeah that's what's well, kind of a like passport?
4: a passport i don't have a passport yet. i think
3: you can
2: walk yeah, across
3: you no you need one do you need one now yeah right, there's well, you so can walk one... across but coming back you're gonna your disney id the badge <laughs> oh right it
0: works perfect <laughs> go ahead you're, you're... back and forth pirates back and of forth. caribbean
1: you work there at matterhorn what what, what what do you got going all right dodgers uh win last night they said a franchise Caesar record app. 107th win for a team that has had a lot of success for a very long time. And is it the golden age of Dodger baseball? That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.
2: Robert Half research indicates nine out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI.
0: Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
1: R.I.P. Coolio, Slee. Yeah. 59 years old. Way too young. Way too young. I, I did, Coolio felt older to me than that. I, I, you know what I mean? Like, I don't I'm know with you. I was a little of him surprised. I was a I was a little
2: I'm surprised he was that young. It's funny, I remember, was I in high school? That's when Gangster's Paradise came out. And certain songs that you can, you just, they stick with you. I, I, you'll know, basic, if once the song comes on, you'll know all the words yep. and this and that. That's one of was them. Was that one of them for you? Back, back, I mean, I would need the whole thing. I sure. would need to be karaoke. Give me a few few lines sure. here. But that But song, it reminds you of a time, right? That song, when it came on, it was like our... And, again, this was early in high school, I want to say. It was like, oh, everybody knows this. Yeah. Everywhere you go, you're hearing it. It doesn't matter where you are, you're hearing this song. I'm not – this may come as a huge surprise to you guys. I'm not the world's
1: biggest hip-hop person. Um, I know this one. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that that's yeah, yeah. like, – I'm not saying that's the threshold because mm-hmm. clearly you can have – No, a but I know what you mean. It's like me. somebody but knowing know a country it? song – in if, my uh it, in for my sure. world, yeah. if i know the song then it's a it's a huge deal mm-hmm. because i'm in the, i'm the exact opposite of that i'm in the one percent at the other end right That if she's in the top percent of the one per, I, she's one percent i'm the 99th percentile as far as awareness of these things and i knew this one mm-hmm. it is funny how music can kind of do that thing for you it takes you to a certain you said oh i was in high school like when I hear "Smells Like Teen Spirit" from Nirvana, I, I'm tr- immediately transported back to my sophomore year of college and the apartment. I know where the chairs were. I know how disgusting our place was because that song was on nonstop.
2: Stupid ones with like, your you flannel.
1: Know. <laughs> I was never like <laughs> <laughs> into Random. that, but I was into that. If that makes sense. Blink Biscuit,
2: like oh, that yeah. stage, oh, Green awful Day. Period. <laughs> Link 182. Yeah, that
1: doesn't strike me. Taylor is the thing that Limp I have. Oh man. Yeah, no, lip, but
2: Nirvana. I have a feeling you're probably all oh, right. Oh, big with, fan of Nirvana. Yeah, yeah for but sure. Limp Biscuit had that that moment. I like stuff. that one song. They had Woodstock Limbiscuit 99. Has, yeah, where the,
1: the singer screams. I like that one.
2: Say it again. Oh,
1: where the the singer screams. I like that one a lot. <laughs> you know, the that
2: one. Did you watch it? Did you watch Woodstock
3: 99? Yeah, it's it's terribly sad actually. And they they the, were those... they were a big piece of that. Yeah, they got a lot of blame for it, Mm -hmm. but I mean, you bring Limp Biscuit in, what do you expect? You know, (laughs) they're going to be Limp Biscuit. Yeah, I think there was a lot more blame to go around than just them. Speaking of,
1: so I've taken in two baseball uh, docs in the last couple of days. Um, One I really enjoyed, and one I was disappointed in.
4: Fernando Mania.
1: It was not Fernando (laughs) Mania. I did not watch, but it's it's Fernando Mania. Put it this way: Fernando was in it. Fernando was right, in it. Win. There's a new Nolan Ryan doc on Netflix. Um that I
2: heard it's awesome. It's long as hell.
1: It I turned it on, huge mistake, at like ten o'clock at night. Yeah. Watch the whole thing. And it's a little over two hours long, I think. So it but riveting.
2: You want you want a, you want a random one? Yeah. Um on a flight and I <laughs> look to my right and my girl is I'm like, is that Nolan Ryan? She was watching the Nolan Ryan doc. Yeah, I'm like, why are you watching this? She's like, I heard it was good. She watched the entire thing. I haven't even watched it yet. (laughs) (laughs)
1: She's right. It was good. And they have all the guys from the '70s and '80s when he was at it. It was awesome. I gotta tell you, um, I watched the Dodger-Yankee thing last night. It should not be positioned as a Dodger-Yankee thing. It's a Yankee thing. Really? It's eighty-five percent about Reggie Jackson. And you know, it's Reggie's cool. I like. I liked watching Reggie. I liked rooting against Reggie. But I wanted seventies and early eighties Dodgers. It's a Reggie doc, and it's how Any much. Any good had, or him. no? If you like the fact that Billy Martin and Reggie Jackson hated each other's guts, sure. That was yeah, and, and I, that's okay. But I wanted I wanted more like Dodger peripheral sort of things. I wanted this the the Dodger part was almost exclusively Steve Garvey. It mm-hmm. was about Garvey, the fact that he wasn't popular uh, with his teammates, wildly popular with fans, wildly popular with media, deeply unpopular with his teammates. Like Ron Say and Davey Lopes were like not having any of Garvey's stuff. He and Don Sutton traded hands because Sutton insulted his wife. It was it was th- the portion that was there was entertaining but okay. uh,
2: more dodgers please i fact, like it's a very east coast thing it right was, where they focused way too much on more dodgers the east coast give scene. me some tommy yeah give yeah. me
1: some dusty Baker. dusty baker's pretty fun, by the way dusty baker and i don't like saying this because he's officially connected with the astros right now which I'm not a fan but he might be the coolest guy in the world yeah dusty baker is just a really cool chill calm cool collective who's lived a life Mm -hmm. like he's been around a lot of really cool stuff in his life but uh you should watch it anyway so we can break down the the limited dodger pieces that are in there and reggie's a real life you know what Hmm. uh it's it's okay okay more dodgers more dodgers uh did watch the dodger game last night julio he might backdoor this Cy Young thing, by the way. He's probably going to get one more start before the end of the year. Yeah. He leads the league in ERA. And, you know, he did a thing last night that I think is the last thing a pitcher does when they become a great pitcher. He was not particularly good at the oh, beginning it's just, of the game.
2: It's so funny. I was going to say, gets in a jam... And still will strike out the side. Yeah,
1: well, not not even that exactly, Al. It's more, the beginning of that game, the first couple of innings of that Mm -hmm. game, Julio did not have it. No, he wasn't solid. He Mm -hmm. did not have it. He also gave up no runs. Mm -hmm. He also found a way, to your point, to kind of wiggle off the hook a couple of different times. And when, look, when he's dialed in, he's going to wipe you out. Yep. And, but but so is just about every other major league pitcher. When they're dialed in, they're in the major leagues for a
2: reason. They're going to carve you up and wipe you out. And we've had, to be honest, we've seen that the last couple just these two two games. It's been low scoring. I mean, I yeah. think who was it? Was it Blake Snell? The first I, mean, I know he only went five innings. Yeah. Musgrove yesterday for the Padres. Tyler Musgrove Anderson had was great pitches yesterday. In the
1: third inning, mm-hmm. it was it was just a weird game. But by the time you are in the fourth or fifth inning, it's like oh he he's got it yeah. now. That's what those great guys can really do on a night when you don't have it at the start, when you don't have it at the jump, and you think you, you you've heard this before. You know if you're gonna get one of these guys, you better get them early because if they figure it out, it's a wrap. And it was. At the end of the night, it's a no-run game. He was Julio Urias. Yep. He was a guy that's going to, you know, if he's not going to win the Cy Young, he's going to get really close for the second year in a row. And he's just solidified himself as that guy that even when he's not sharp, you have an unbelievable chance to win the game. It, it was it was a very impressive performance, despite the fact that it wasn't razor sharp.
2: What's... um. What's the case for not giving him the Cy Young? And I know, listen, I know a lot. I know a lot factors into it. I, I, I'm a firm believer, and I know, you know, a player cannot, especially in baseball, one player can't control a squad, right? You're only pitching once every five days. He can't control having an unbelievable, well-run organization. Um, the Dodgers won 107 games so far, and they got seven games left to go. Mm-hmm. Julio's a big reason to do that. Yep. His ERA is fantastic. Um, like you just mentioned, this is just kind of part of his growth. Last year, he was a 20-game 20, um, 20 winner. He's been a really interesting component. He's been the most consistent dodger there over these last couple of years. I don't think we talk about it enough, right? right? Walker Bueller, give him a lot of credit. Clayton Kershaw, I give him a lot of credit. You know who's there every single You're year? So right. It's Julio. And I, I only point that out because I don't know what the criteria should be, how it should. I always look at, how's the squad looking? How is that team looking? Is he pitching in important games? Probably not because they've already clinched so much, but um, he's obviously such a key piece to do for the Dodgers. He is their ace. They've won 107 games. I have a difficult time handing that to somebody else.
1: Yeah, look, you're, you're right. The answer to the question is how does somebody else win it is there are other guys that are having really good years too, right? That Whether it's Freed, whether it's Alcantara, that there are other guys that are having great years. So I, I get it. That he's If he got it, it feels 100% spot on. If they give it to one of those other guys, I get that, too. But I, I, you said something that really resonated. Go, go! First of all, he's been here far longer than I think anybody really kind of recalls off the top of your head. He showed up as a kid. He was a teenager, and he shows up, and he was the, hey, this is the next big thing. And he wasn't. You know, he, he was wild. He, he didn't quite have a lot of polish on him. You know, big surprise, he's 19 years old. And then he got hurt. And then they, were, they couldn't quite figure out the role from Is he as a starter? Is he a reliever? And then you go back to the World Series year, the 2020 year, he's kind of all over the place. You need him to start, he'll start. You need, he closed the World Series, yep. and not by coming in with an inning. Pitched the last three innings of games and was just lights out. Now he's your undisputed number one hmm. heavyweight starter and has this gravitas about him that... Is real. Like Walker Bueller showed up and got it right away. Right, Kershaw is Kershaw. He's you know he's Sandy Koufax walking around right now. Um, it took a minute for Julio to get there, but it is so tangible. Like when he goes out there, you're like they're going to win tonight. And, and 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 if he doesn't have his best, they're probably still going to win tonight. And he might yeah he doesn't look sharp. He's probably still going to pitch into the seventh inning. He's just he's become that guy that you almost take for
2: granted. He's so. Good. No, I, I think you do take it for granted. And by the way, he's the ace by default. It's not that he's not good enough to be the ace, but who started the season? Yeah, it was Walker Bueller. Sure, right? Kershaw, I, I believe Kershaw was the next night. Am I right on that? I, I don't remember. I know, but Kershaw was your opening night guy for a decade right? until Bueller got it. And and, and I'm I'm. It's not. It, I I don't really need to. I, I don't think anybody really cares about those details. It actually just shows that the Dodgers have three guys that they could, any other franchise would say, hey, that's our ace. The Dodgers are trying to juggle three different players. But the the piece of, he has been there this entire time. He has taken different roles. He has whatever the Dodgers need him to do. And now he's kind of found himself, he has earned to be the ace of the Los Angeles Dodgers. He's taking advantage of it. He's fantastic at it. And he kind of fell... I, I, I don't want to say that he was disrespected to this point because I think there were times you just didn't know. Why don't you use Julio the same way you're using Bueller? Why don't it's a great you question. use him? And and I didn't have an answer to that, but I know that well, was questions the, that have I, I been brought up in the past. The answer at the time
1: was because he can. You, you weren't mm-hmm. going to ask Clayton Kershaw to start one week and then come out of the bullpen the next. And Julio, I, I think it spoke in an odd way. I think it was a compliment to him that he was so versatile. You can ask him to do all of these other things where these other guys, while well, great pitchers, are kind of. They, they do the one thing. They start games or they close games. You can't slide these guys back and forth. So this brings me to the next thing I want to yep. talk about. Who's their most important guy? I mean, look, they they set a franchise record. They have 107 wins. They They are doing things that Major League Baseball has never seen. Yeah. Ne- never. Okay, baseball's been around since the turn of the sen- turn of the other century, right? He, they're doing things that's never been done before. So, who's the most important guy going into the postseason? That's coming up next. It's Travis Slee, seven ten
0: ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better with the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country. There's no competition.
1: It's getting you fired up, Slee. You want to go get in a fight at a concert right
3: now? (laughs) Per request, a bit of Limp Biscuit. There's a great... I love YouTube comments. There's a great comment right here. I also listen... Okay, the comment. My father played this while we were stealing cars in the year 2000. (laughs) Now I play it to him when I visit him in prison. Love you, Dad. (laughs) Look, whatever brings back good memories brings
1: back good memories, Taylor. Why you got to throw shade to people? Look, it's father-son time together. It's music
2: to steal cars, too. There you go. It's, uh, that was the it's song where I, the guy yells too. by the way. That, that one. That's the one. <laughs> yeah. It's the one I wake up to and I go to bed. Like, when I hear this, I'm Long like, bye. it's time to shut it down Slee. sleep.
0: <laughs> go to sleep,
2: buddy. Euro, I, I, I'm going to let you
1: call Rookie, it. go to bed. You weren't a Limp Bizkit guy. Like, you remember it or, like, you enjoyed it?
2: Um... They had their moment in high school. You were into it, yeah. Like
1: you're getting in your car and you're throwing yeah. in your CD or your tape and yeah. limp biscuits on. So
2: there. these were the random like that world, but these are. They're, I'm going to mix in some good artists, so this is not a good mix. Weezer at that time. Um, Weezer is good. Weezer is good. That's yeah. what I'm saying. It like I don't want to. I'm saying I don't want to mix them as in because some were just one hit wonders. Others were actually good artists that had a lot. Do you remember No Use for a Name? No, I don't. Okay, that's another one. System of a
3: Down back then,
2: and then it's the Green Day, and it's the it's all that stuff. So Paramore, was they
4: have a new album, out, a new s- uh, single out yesterday.
2: I I have uh, a Limp hard biscuit. time
3: picturing you with uh, Limp, oh,
2: Limp biscuit. You should. I, I it doesn't happen. Well, up. it was like Limp Biscuit, and then it was Nas. <laughs> it's like how how are you? <laughs> Did you have the Soul Patch
3: Lee? The what? How, the little soul patch? <laughs> no. <laughs> and <it> shaved. <laughs> awesome.
2: sh- but by the way,
1: we throw a soul That's patch awesome. on Slee. Go By the way, community. I know some of you are very gifted um, Photoshop artists. So needs to happen. Go ahead and do that, but with your shaved head. Well, if they're going to the do that, patch- now
2: I'd rather have a soul patch and a fro. <laughs> we're gonna do it we got to put like some earrings in there
1: some sort of face stud like we need we need we need to get you limp biscuit did, did, yeah up septum yeah.
4: pierced yeah there is that the
1: thing in the middle that's of your nose that's the thing in your nose yeah. yeah thank you yeah
2: you should get a bull like a bull thing i would <laughs> listen i would listen to limp biscuit and then walk at home and hey mom i'm gonna go to my room now
1: <laughs> go and play do you, to, do you need me to <laughs> clean the dishes that's fantastic. You know, you made me feel a little crummy this morning. I got to tell you, what happened? I, I, you didn't mean it. It was it was completely inadvertent. But you hit me. Like I kind of had that. Oh man, you said, "Hey, Trav, did you see Aaron Judge's home run live?" I'm like, Slee damn bro it was pretty funny how it all unfolded I, I, I feel I, after I, all, I thought you watched it live I
2: wanted to I and said I, at 4.07 tomorrow you said you were going to go home sit on the couch and you weren't getting up
3: I was like he's to be good to
2: see it that, that almost exact scenario did happen but
1: I, I got pulled into the Dodger Dock. Right, so I because I only saw a little bit of it the (laughs) night before. It's a doc that you didn't like, and it wasn't my favorite. And so I turn it on, and I'm but I'm put it this way, it had my attention. I was watching it, and then all of a sudden, my phone zzz, and I look at my phone. It's Aaron Judge. It's I'm like, oh no, I missed it. So I immediately flipped over to uh, MLB Network, and he was literally just touching home plate by the time. So I missed it by a half a of seconds. It was uh, well, you made bummer. You made
2: me appreciate even more twitter because i was like oh, i didn't have to do anything i had my entire evening i didn't have to be home i didn't have any of that stuff and then i throw on twitter and there's Aaron judge got I've, the whole thing I've michael Pay on the call
1: i've only been watching sports for 40 plus years you would think i would remember that oh hey by the way those games in the east coast they start at four <laughs> o'clock you might want to flip that on you think that at some point that would have gone off in see. my head i missed it i'm like
2: it. Uh, no they're Playing at 7. <laughs> First place. at 7.10. I've
1: been telling you for two weeks like no. how excited I am. And by the way, I watched, I don't know how many of his at-bats, 15 or 20 over the last few days. Like, how, here it comes, here it
2: goes. Oh, man. How, and then I
1: missed the one that he really hits it.
2: How good did it feel? Wait, wait, but if he goes 62, yeah. when he goes 62, I'd rather see six, 62 than 61. I, you still got a shot here. Yeah, yeah, but it's, breaking it's, the record, it's right? Getting, breaking the record is is a big
1: deal for sure. But now that he's got sixty one, and and presumably he's one of the ones we can feel good about. You yeah, know, we could we could have that conversation at some point or another. Um, but it, I, I did want to see the time. How would you like to have been one of those dudes in left field yesterday?
2: Well, did you see the ball? The ball fell right, like it went through the nobody got it. Correct. The bull. The the Blue Jays bullpen got it,
4: and then Aaron eventually got yes. it. Yes, the. the
2: uh, the blue
1: jays bullpen was like we'll sell it to you the, so apparently the the blue jays bullpen catcher got okay. the ball who was mm-hmm. married to a fox nfl reporter like, coincidentally okay. and she was tweeting about it, like you just gave away the mortgage you just gave away the awesome. the, the kids yeah. to wish," like jokingly mm-hmm. of course but yeah so Atlanta and they just he gave it back to judge mm-hmm. so judge has it judge gave it to his mom but those two dudes yeah. had their gloves they're in left field Crack of the bat. Here it comes. They're leaning over the rail. It's just, Emily and I were talking about this this morning. Oh, I saw the close-ups, think, everything. Think about you're standing there, mm-hmm. and there's a winning lottery ticket blowing down the street. You get one chance to grab it okay it, it's a little windy it's kind of moving it's a little bit and it's coming closer and it's closer you see it coming you're in exactly the right spot you're lined up with 30 other people and it's coming right at you yep and it's bouncing and it's blowing and it's blowing and you reach for it and it gives and you it, a paper cut and then it just
2: goes just away. miss
1: no it goes into the sewer and disintegrates it's gone forever you don't even have a chance to dive after it, 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 it it's gone. it gone it's gone those two guys for the rest of their life are going to be saying i came within an inch or two yep. a foot of a life-changing moment, and I missed it by that. Well, much. that's one way to look at it. I
2: you, did, I you did see not the look, look on that it. guy's face. Oh yeah,
1: he was crushed. He was that devastated. catcher. By the
2: way, um, his girl that was sending out those posts this morning, she broke up with him. <laughs> We just got a full update. She, Breaking she, news from She Valerie. actually
1: made the joke. She goes, I'm filing for divorce. That was one of the tweets that she sent out there. She's was, awesome. She Good was, personality She there. was very funny. She was very
2: funny. All right, we got this uh, Stat Hero of the Day. The Dodgers set a franchise <laughs> record, 107 regular season wins. They did it last night against the Padres, won nothing, went 10 innings. Stat Hero of the Day is brought to you by Stat Hero. Look for local market lineups in the Stat Hero app and filter by single game. Pay attention to the local market lineups at StatHero.com. Don't forget to enter the promo code 710 you'll get a 100% deposit match stat hero. Winning isn't a fantasy. So how about this? This is from the Travis Lee community on Twitter. This is from Big E, and Big E writes,
1: so Julio's going to get paid. Obviously, you want to resign him. Walker is up for a contract soon. Do the Dodgers end up signing both, or do they need to choose? It's an interesting question, right? Because they're both coming up sooner than later. Um, They're both high, high high-level starting pitchers, which is arguably the most expensive and important commodity mm-hmm. in Major League Baseball um one guy's career seems to be going like this yep. Julio is just getting better and I better know. and better and Walker Bueller who if if we rewind the tape a year who's the best Walker Bueller and, and and I think it would be almost unanimous at that point started the year with him and he's had his second Tommy John in his career it's it's a weird moment it that it, it's a now, thankfully, the Dodgers have all the money, so if they want both, they can sign both. Mm-hmm. They've, they're they're clearly comfortable going into that that luxury tax penalty area, but if you had to decide between those two, what what would have
2: been a difficult choice a year ago is a near impossible choice to make right now. I'm with you that you know it could have been a legitimate conversation, and if you're asking, hey, right now, go ahead and make a decision think The decision's already been made. It's the guy that right now you're looking at, and you're saying, again, if this is you have to pick between the two players, it's the guy that has um, been there most consistently these last couple of years, has solidified himself, no question about it, as the ace of the Los Angeles Dodgers. And for Walker Bueller, he had kind of an up and down season. Nothing was, he had moments where he looked really good. He had other moments too last year? This season. Yeah. That he was getting hit. And then. He's back in surgery again. So um, I, I think if that's a conversation, we'll see what the Dodgers end up doing. But Julio is – he's the best pitcher on the Dodgers, and it's – it's Okay, stop right there.
1: Mm-hmm. I he, he is the best pitcher on the Dodgers. Is he the most important player on the Dodgers as they head into the postseason? Is he the guy and, – and, and I wanted to find this very specific. Yeah. Is he the guy that needs to be the best version of themselves for them to have the success that we all want them to have to win the World Series? In other words, if Gavin Lux goes off for two weeks and hits 400 and hits five home runs, that's great. It's icing on the cake. It's icing on the cake. Who's the guy that is the all-star, the Cy Young candidate, the MVP candidate, one of those guys that's essential, that has to perform like that? And because. I'm not so sure it isn't Julio. I think that maybe he's going to be the guy that's going to get the ball at the beginning of every yeah. series. He might get the ball in the closeout game of some of these series. And if he isn't what we saw last night and really all season long, it throws the whole thing out of whack moving forward. Even if Kershaw got kind of knocked around a little bit, as long as Julio did what he does in game one, you have some time to, to, to make it up. It feels like it's Julio's entire team all of a sudden.
2: So it is his team. This is, this is maybe – the definition of what you're looking for. Julio can have a, if Julio has a bad night, I don't think he's given up more than two runs. Like yesterday is a good example. Yesterday, you mentioned it. Padres are trying to, if you're going to get on him, get on him early, and he didn't have his best stuff early. But he still got out of that mix. Mm-hmm. And as the game progressed, he became more of Julio, the ace that everybody sees on a, you know, every five nights or whatever the case is. If he's not his best, I still think they win games. I don't know why I lean towards Kershaw on this. Mm. That's, and I'm, I'm kind of give my thought process here. Tony Gonsolin, if he comes back, he's going to come back in a different role. He's not going to be your starting pitcher. He'll, He'll be a bridge will. guy. He'll be a bridge guy. Okay? Tyler Anderson has been great this season. But if Tyler Anderson in the postseason gives up four or five runs, three or four runs, I wouldn't be shocked or surprised. No, It's not like Tyler Anderson... He doesn't have a resume of some of these other guys. Kershaw, to me, is like that perfect bridge guy. If Clayton Kershaw, in the games that he has pitched this year, is Clayton Kershaw, that one-two punch is as good as any one-two punch in Major League Baseball. Yep. I almost feel like he's the—I don't know what you're going to get in the third game, but Tyler Anderson could be great. Maybe you can use a couple of guys to get there to finish off a game. Something about Kershaw. He's pitching. If he's pitching like the Clayton Kershaw has in the past, whatever the case is, it's a good argument. It's a good argument. St- it's a critical one. St- I still one think for me.
1: it's hool- because that number one guy needs. And then the the other guy that I put right behind him is Freddie, because look, Mookie's going to get on base. Trey Turner is going to get on base. Mm-hmm. Somebody's got to pick those guys up and put that. Because you, you saw it last night. Here, here comes Wilson. They just they stretched these lines. Even though they didn't score any runs last night, yeah. There there was a sequence where. Um, Mookie was on base and Mm – no, it was – who was it? Mookie was on – Mookie was up to bat and Taylor had had the double, and they're thinking, okay, pitch around Mookie, don't, don't make a mistake to Mookie, he's going to pick up Taylor, and then all of a sudden, okay, so they walk Mookie, and here comes Trey Turner, it's like, okay, you have to go at Turner, because if you don't get him, you got Fred. Now, Turner hit a rocket right at Machado, and inning ended up getting out, but the, that guy, the back end of that one two three monster, that has to be the guy that is just terrorizing people. Like we talked about when they played the Braves the last two years, I don't care if Freddie Freeman has gone 0 oh, for his last five with 5K, five. Days. That dude needs to be the most scary guy in the building when he comes up to bat.
2: Yeah, and and that it's it, it is interesting because these last couple of nights where the Dodgers offensively they've left a ton of guys on base, but you all you, you just kind of know if they if they play the Padres tonight and they put up eleven runs, it wouldn't it's going the averages are going to play themselves out right? Like as as important as Freddie Freeman is as important as all these guys are, it's really those three that obviously set the table. Um, it is interesting to see whenever they have games where they don't score many runs. You're just waiting for that, you know, that uh, that door to open, and then all of a sudden they put up six, seven, eight runs. Hey, did you see the
1: all limp biscuit edition? That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. All right, before we get to uh, Taylor's, hey, did you see? Good news, Lee. Sean McVay is going to join us at 11.45. So one hour from right now, the head coach of the Rams will join us. We'll talk about Monday Night Football against the 49ers. That's the team that he just can't seem to quite figure out. Like He's figured out the entire league except for that one team. So looking forward to talking with Coach McVay.
3: 11.45. Taylor, what do you got? Okay, guys, did you see that as of just a few years ago, timeshare sales were up to $12.5 billion as industry recorded It's 10th straight year of growth. So Trav, what's something that you consider modern day snake oil? (laughs) Um, Weight loss pills right and mm.
1: they're, they're, whether it's online whether it's on TV all of these things like hey if you take this look and all of a sudden they do the little outline of the guy with his arm stretched out and yeah. there's like pixie dust going on in his gut and he's a big fatso and then all of a sudden he takes a couple of pills and mm-hmm. he looks like um, I, I don't know Brad the Pitt rock. <laughs> and all of a sudden it's like yeah I don't think that that's uh, quite how that works that maybe having to go out there and exercise and yeah. push away from the table not get the second bottle of wine anytime I see weight loss
2: pill, I'm like, yeah, that's the uh, elixir from the 1800s. My favorite is, you don't even have to work out. Like, literally just live here. Take your it right life, before you go to bed. Pop one of these pills in, <laughs> and you're good to go. Okay, there's a couple of these. Um, and no offense to you guys if you have a timeshare. I'm sorry. I don't know. <laughs> we, we're, in, we're, in, we're in, we're under contract. Did
1: Slee not told you about his side hustle where he sells timeshares Lake pending. Havasu? Our deal
2: is pending. <laughs> Branson, Missouri. Our deal is pending. Um, Okay, this I always see all the time. You know, you'll have, and not any specific or anything is, you watch those hair transplants or you watch all that stuff. I'm like, I'm looking at the before and the after. I, I don't see anything different. <laughs> I don't see anything different. I mean, and it's like this. I love every before picture as the guy is a guy not smiling. Oh, yeah. It looks like
1: he just, hey, real quick. And then take the your-
2: after picture he's got like the biggest well, grin on his of the face. results Come the on. the
1: before picture is hey right before we tell i gotta tell you something uh-huh your grandma's really sick mm-hmm. click <laughs> okay.
2: and then and then, and then the after picture <laughs> there's like two models on each of his arms and he's running down a beach and his hair is just perfect You've just gotten a promotion The hair one is always interesting what to me. all right awesome <laughs> click
4: we all know that Travis thinks that uh, skincare is uh, is snake oil because he doesn't trust a yeah, sunscreen, trust moisturizer, all those things.
1: I'd never said anything like that. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Didn't say that. How dare you? He's been misquoted.
3: Not <laughs> un- severely. <laughs> Not trust the skincare industry. <laughs> In the
2: big big skin, big Noxema. <laughs> Taylor, what's yours? You got a snake oil company, Emily?
3: huh oh, put me on the spot here. My own question.
4: For a while, I thought it was air fryers, and then I got an air fryer. And it works. It, it's that's nice. Funny. But okay, it's because my oven stopped working. Our oven hasn't worked here. we try to get our landlord to come and fix it. He he sends someone to fix it every time and it keeps on breaking. So then we had to get an air fryer just so we can have any like warm meals and uh, it does work really well, but it's just maybe because I don't have an oven.
3: I wonder about like the unleaded plus and stuff at gas stations. The mm. fuel that's, you know, ten cents more. Yeah, I don't know yeah, if I, I've I ever never, purchased that. I, I don't either. I, Is I it really I, I, no. I
1: literally don't nope. think in my I've been driving since 1987. Yep, and I don't think I have
3: anything
2: other. What's the or ju- if I have I it was, if I have it was a critical mistake, <laughs> and then I just stopped. You already pushed gas. the button. That's yeah, that's not a
3: bad one. Yeah. Okay, next up, did you see that 80 percent of employers admitted to discriminating based on an accent? So, mm. which accent do you find the most attractive, Sleep?
2: Um. Italian accents are. That's a. It's a good one. There's something about. By the way, it's French, I'm Italian. I'm <laughs> Less that, less that. That's like Italian a, American. Th- that's a New Yorker in in yeah, the that's, Bronx. That's Staten Island. <laughs> yeah, and I already <laughs> feel like that person either wants to beat me up or I did something <laughs> the wrong. cool. <laughs> by the way, bring that in more often. That's not a bad little <laughs> accent right there. Okay. As far as like done. true. You're in Italy, specifically Europe, but Italy specifically to me is very attractive. Well, you could, you know, the obvious answer is where you're going. It's,
1: it's, it's French, Italian. Spain. They're called the romance languages, mm-hmm. right? That you've got Italian and Portuguese and, and French and all these things. But, you know, for me, there's nothing quite like a Canadian accent. A <laughs> boot, you know, hey, hose head, you know, what are you doing over there, eh? I just that's the one I don't like I don't quite get it that's like sexy I understand to you, it, it just it, it feels it it's makes me want to watch right the there. Leafs play the Canadians gets me fired up for the Canucks and the uh, Nordiques or whatever's going on hey, over
2: there Hey talk dirty to me babe. You want me to do the Canadian voice again <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like half my family <laughs>
4: I like a British accent. I also like a British accent. And maybe this isn't the sexy part of it, but like, I like watching a sport with a British commentator because it makes mm. it just elevates everything. So, if I had to watch these weekend games in NFL, uh, I wish that they had British commentators instead of American commentators on them.
3: Okay, give me a Southern accent, by the way. That's for me. Next Ooh. up, did you see? That Republic- as, long, as long as they're not getting
1: ready to like perform brain surgery on me or something. But, but yeah, like if it's just like, look, if we're ordering food, hit me with that Southern accent. That, you know, what we're going to do is going to do a little slow cooking and make sure that uh, just kind of drizzle some of that honey on there. But if they said... So what we're thinking about is cracking your head open and, and kind of rooting around in there and seeing what's going on and you know hopefully everything will work out. Oh, damn like it. that does not I, fill
2: me with a great deal of confidence. Okay. I love that. Good for point. The, for the romance question, <laughs> he's got Southern delivering him food and Canadians. <laughs>
1: okay, hold on a second. This when I ask you questions, you go off on these tangents, but when he asks me, you got like these tangents very are allowed. Specific I love lanes, like no, nope,
2: Trav, you got no, no, to stick to no. the question. No, no, no. I don't do that very often. So I just did it. Like, the fact that I actually stuck to the question <laughs> was impressive open-ended. to me. You can do whatever Good. you want. It was Good. impressive see? to me.
3: Thank you, Sleep. <laughs> Next up, did you see that a Republican state senator running a, running a cash-strapped campaign has begun 40 days of fasting and prayer in hopes of turning his fortunes around? So what's the longest that you've gone without eating, Trav.
1: Uh, I, so like, it's funny. I remember I told you I had my back surgery when I was telling the story about my dad finding my tattoo. Yep. That's the longest I've ever, cause you had to like shut it down at six o'clock the next before. Cause they don't quite know when they're going to put you into the operating room the next morning. So you need to be without food for whatever it is, six, eight hours. And it could be as early as like 5am. Right. Right. So I go into the hospital. They end up don't starting my surgery. Till like four o'clock in the afternoon. So it was almost a full day, and I narrowly escaped. I made it, and look, I, I'm no worse
2: for the wear. I I survived <laughs> my twenty four hour fast. Yeah, I'm I'm about twenty four hours, and it's 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 not planned. It's just like randomly, right? Wait, the last time I ate was six o'clock last night. I'm stuck in Joshua Tree. All right, now I'm not hung. No, those are those are the worst. If I'm out camping, I am eating everything. Uh, but you just don't you're just going about, you had a busy day, you're not paying attention, all of a sudden you're like, wow, it's been eighteen hours. Well, I'm not hungry. I'm gonna keep going. I got the, and this doesn't happen often, but I've I've hit a twenty four hour mark. It's
1: funny you say that. Like when you're like, ah, I haven't I might as well keep it. The second I realize I haven't eaten in four hours, I'm like, I'm due. Well, yes. I'm not even
2: hungry, but hit me again. Yesterday was an example. <laughs> there you go. Yesterday it hit seven, and I'm like, well, a lot of other people haven't eaten. i are earned dinner. this and I'm gonna eat it. <laughs> 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 it's been it's my
3: reward. Your first it's, question it's in McMahon. Your first oh, question to McVeigh should, should be in that voice. <laughs> okay, one one last question. Did you see that an American Airlines flight was interrupted by sounds of moaning and groaning over their PA system? So this takes me back to, like, middle school, high school, because it's such a juvenile way to make people laugh. <laughs> How did you make your classmates laugh in high school sleep? Oh, this
2: is easy. All right, so one time I did this. This was... Uh, it was the answer is oh, farts. It something. wasn't... It <laughs> just... <laughs> yes. They, 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 well, you're you're saying just in general or it's got to be like a noise or something like that? It doesn't that.
3: have to be crude. It can be completely innocent, you know. You
2: it was when tricks. it was when substitute It was when substitute <laughs> teachers came in. Uh-huh. That's when you felt like, "Hey, I could literally do whatever I want." <laughs> I remember one time we're all asked to read like, I don't know, how many pages of a book, whatever the case is. And this this poor substitute teacher, they're just trying to get through the freaking class. And we were so like a-holes disrespectful i just decided i read like a, a a sentence or two and i was like popcorn parker he's like what what are you talking about i'm like i'm done reading i oh no i just did the popcorn thing i just threw the popcorn nobody in the class knows what's going on parker just starts reading parker <laughs> reads like a sentence or two popcorn jamie the, the substitute teacher's like what the hell is going on here i felt so bad for these sub- every time a substitute teacher came in we just took complete advantage of those classes <laughs> Complete I already, advantage. I already gave my answer. I
4: would, I'm sticking <laughs> with
2: it. Yeah, but I think I, it is.
4: Mine's similar to Travis, where my friends and I would do Mad Libs, and we would replace everywhere with either fart or butts, and it was just—it's still funny to it, this day. I thought I think it would still be funny.
1: I wish that weren't true, but it is. It, it's I'm 50, <laughs> I'm almost 51 years old, and if I hear that, it still makes me I laugh. Saw, just I saw I saw something.
2: I know it was yesterday day before on Instagram, and there's a teacher doing a Zoom. She's doing the Zoom, and it's all little kids that are on the Zoom call. She farts in the middle of her Zoom. <laughs> okay? But just, to make them laugh? This just, just goes back to it. All the kids just have the biggest grin on their face, number one. But it's not like it stopped there. They put it on Instagram and everybody else. It's got whatever, hundreds of thousands of, of views. Of course they do. I'm sitting there laughing because of the kids are. can't stop laughing. It's
1: always, yeah. it it has always been funny. It always will be funny. It's also juvenile and stupid and gross and, and hilarious at the same time. All right. Sean McVay is going to join us at 1145. Make sure you are here for that. And Slee,
2: yeah. DeMar DeRozan yeah. gave
1: an interview to um, J.J. Reddick. Does that
2: just make you feel a certain it way?
1: It sure does. It makes me feel a certain bad way. That's next. Stravin Slee, 710 ESPN.